the Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. Scary Mysteries, Twisted Twos, Mother's Psychic Powers, and Charles C. Morgan. Tales of hauntings, murder, and scary mysteries. Every week, Twisted Twos dives into a pair of uniquely terrifying true stories that are worthy of a more in-depth look. For this week, we look at the strange psychic powers that mothers have experienced and the unusual disappearance of Charles C. Morgan. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted Twos. Number one, Mother's Psychic Powers. Mothers undoubtedly have a special link with their children. They've evolved to nurture and love them, ensuring that they have the best possibility of surviving in the world and continuing the family's lineage. But sometimes this bond goes far beyond what anyone can understand, and so it's best explained as some sort of psychic power that mothers have. In January of 1974, Caroline Hebert was inside her home in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, spending the evening with her family. Her husband was in the hallway reading the newspaper. Her eldest daughter, Monica, was busy doing her homework, while her young baby, Sarah, was on the living room floor playing with her toys. While doing the dishes, she was thinking about her young daughter, when out of nowhere she was overcome with a strange emotion. She said she felt a very focused feeling, and in her mind's eye she saw her baby daughter choking on something. She didn't know what it was, but it was such a strong feeling 
that she rushed out of the kitchen and headed towards her daughter. It was then that she found young Sarah choking on a balloon. Luckily, she was able to get it out of her mouth in time and make sure that she was okay. Caroline couldn't explain why she felt what she did, and some have dubbed this as mother's ESP or psychic abilities. In 1983, Elaine Emmy, along with a friend, was away from her Los Angeles home on a business trip. As they sat down in a restaurant to eat after driving for several hours, she suddenly felt overwhelming dread about her four-year-old son, Matt. Elaine said it was a very definite feeling and that it was something she couldn't shrug off, so she called her husband, but he wasn't answering. She then rang her friend's husband and asked him if anything was wrong since they lived right across the street, but he said nothing seemed amiss. Still, Elaine couldn't help but feel the dread, so much so that she insisted they head back, so they drove three hours home instead of continuing the business trip. It wasn't until she had got there when she heard the news. Her son Matt was rushed to the hospital and was being prepped for surgery to reattach his tendons. Apparently, he had fallen and crashed straight through a plate glass door. When she asked when it happened, she realized it was the exact same moment when she felt the huge dread rush over her. Despite being separated more than 100 miles, somehow, Elaine still knew what her son was going through. A third case is that of Linda Babb. While in bed, Linda had a strong and vivid dream that she was watching a pregnant woman giving birth to a baby, being born with a full head of black hair and a dark complexion. She had no idea who the mother was at all, but could see it was a young woman with lighter hair and a fair complexion. When the baby began to cry, she woke up, but the dream was so unusual that she took note of the time and date when it happened, March 8th, 2.59 a.m. Both Linda and her husband Dirk had been looking to adopt their fifth child for some time. They finally heard news from their adoption agency six weeks after Linda had that vivid dream. The agency asked them if they were willing to adopt a boy, and if they were, could they come over and meet him. When the agent brought out the baby, Linda was surprised to see that he looked exactly like the baby from her dream. He had dark hair and gorgeous golden brown skin. Even more surprising was when the agent told her that the baby was born on March 8th at 2.59 a.m., the same time and date when she had had the vivid dream. These are just three unusual examples of mothers seemingly having a psychic or telepathic link to their child. From Caroline Hebert's unusual vision to that of Linda Babs, these occurrences happen all the time, yet still no one can explain exactly how they are possible. Number 2. Charles C. Morgan In 1977, Charles Morgan was the president of his escrow company in Tucson, Arizona. All seemed well, but one day after dropping off his daughters at school, Charles suddenly vanished. Three days later, he stumbled up to the front steps of his home at 2 a.m. His wife opened the door to find him disheveled and looking confused. Charles had a plastic handcuff on one of his ankles, a set around his hands, and he was missing a shoe. He motioned to his throat, signaling that he couldn't speak, and wrote down on a piece of paper that his throat had been painted with a hallucinogenic drug that could destroy his nervous system. His wife was so worried she wanted to call the police or get him to a doctor, but he refused writing down that it could be the signing of a death warrant for him and his family. Before he got his voice back, he hinted to his wife that he was secretly leading another life, that of a possible treasury agent. He wrote down that they had taken his treasury identification and that he had been working for them for two to three years. 
After this kidnapping, Charles became extremely vigilant and even paranoid. He began wearing a bulletproof vest at all times and insisted that he be the only one driving and picking up their daughters from school. He also informed school officials to never allow anyone else to take the children. However, after two months of living this way, Charles vanished once again. Two weeks after this, his wife received a mysterious phone call from a woman. She didn't say anything else except that Charles is alright and said Ecclesiastes 12, 1-8, pointing to a verse from the Bible. Two days after receiving the phone call, Charles was discovered dead inside his car. He was still wearing his bulletproof vest and during the investigation it was noted that he had died from a single gunshot wound to the back of the head. The shot was fired from short range and using Charles's own 357 Magnum. They had also found a piece of paper with specific directions leading to the murder site and oddly these were written in his handwriting. They also found a pair of sunglasses that didn't belong to him as well. Even more telling was that Charles had secretly clipped a $2 bill inside his underwear. Written on it were seven Spanish names starting with the letters A through G. Then right above the names was a notation, Ecclesiastes 12, and the verses 1 to 8 marked with arrows drawn to the paper bill's serial number. On the back, the figures signing the Bill of Independence were numbered and there was a roughly drawn map indicating the towns of Robles Junction and Salacity, areas that have been known to have drug smuggling rings. Despite the mysterious circumstance and the placement of the gunshot wound, his death was ruled a suicide. Two days after the body was found, a woman called the sheriff's office saying she had met Charles at a motel before he died. She also claimed to be the one who called his wife and told her about the Bible verse. She added that Charles showed her a suitcase filled with thousands of dollars in cash and that he was trying to buy out the hitman that the mob had hired to kill him. There are several theories as to how it could have happened along with who or why he was killed. Police believe he was likely involved with organized crime or gotten entangled with the wrong people. Once the mob put a hit on him, the hitman possibly told him about it and he offered to buy out the hit. But when he went to meet the guy, he was still killed and his money simply taken away. Others believe Charles may have secretly been working for the treasury office and somehow his cover was blown and as a result he was killed. Even more strange though is that after her husband's death, Ruth was visited by two men who said they were FBI agents. They searched and tore through the house looking for something but never told her exactly what it was. She was so upset she didn't manage to get their names, but later on, when she requested for a Freedom of Information Act request on Charles Morgan, the FBI denied they knew anything about him. This is despite the fact that after he died, the FBI had interviewed Charles's lawyer and were all over this case. Some people believe the message Charles left on the bill were coded messages for the FBI. Maybe he was providing information for a huge organized crime family and that's what eventually got him killed. Whatever it was, to this day, Charles Morgan's death still remains a mystery. So there were the two of the most psychic and mysterious stories around. The world can be a crazy place and Twisted Twos is sure to show you why. If you enjoyed this video, then please remember to subscribe and check out some of our other videos we know you'll enjoy. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you soon.